Okay, today's lesson, today's podcast is about a new topic that I have never spoken about before and which only occurred to me in a lesson that I uh, that I taught well it occurred to me in the last few days about 2 days ago and I was working with a student who's an advanced speaker and uh, she's very interested in phrasal verbs as are many students in fact and and they are right to be because this is how you sound natural in English you use phrasal verbs correctly and with the correct collocations and this is because phrasal verbs collocate sometimes very strictly they only collocate with a few certain nouns sometimes for example you might say the winter set in and there aren't many other things that set in a winter sets in a virus or a disease could set in but not many things set in so you can see that phrasal verbs have very strict collocations come up with is another good example yeah you can come up with an idea you can come up with a plan you can come up with a suggestion but there aren't many things that you can come up with it's just normally ideas plans suggestions something like that um now what i noticed when i was working with the student is that some phrasal verbs seem to collocate mainly with pronouns especially the pronoun it um what it was was uh, the student asked me can i say this can i say um i hold resentment against you yeah i hold resentment against you and to hold something against somebody means to resent somebody yeah it really does it means to bear a grudge against somebody you've got some problem with somebody mainly because of what they've done something like that and what i've noticed is that with hold something against somebody it's nearly always hold it against somebody or maybe hold that against somebody what i'm saying is it's a pronoun that goes in the middle nearly always is never resentment you can't hold resentment against somebody you can't hold anger against somebody or something like that that's not correct you hold a grudge against somebody but really we never even use the word grudge we just use the pronoun it so let me give you an example what we'll usually say is something like this um um i was uh so maybe um i didn't pay him back the money that i uh uh, I didn't pay him back the money that he lent me, yeah? Uh, and he still holds it against me. Yeah, he still holds this fact that you didn't pay him back the money. He still holds it against you, yeah? So this is how we use hold something against somebody. It's nearly always hold it against somebody. And that it refers to the thing which has annoyed somebody, yeah? The thing which has made somebody have a grudge, bear a grudge against you. Okay so that's one phrasal verb that's al- almost always w- used with it and it doesn't sound right to use other nouns there and it's not the only one there are other phrasal verbs which are nearly always it let me give you two more that came up in the class but i am going to look into this just because i think if we look into this we will find a number of phrasal verbs which nearly always collocate with it and that's very useful information it will help you sound more natural if you also use these phrasal verbs as we do mainly with the pronoun it so here's another one to take something out on somebody 
Yeah, you might say he took his anger out on his little sister, but it's very rare. It's not what we usually say. We usually say he took it out on his little sister. To take something out on somebody means that you are offended. You are in a bad mood. You have been upset. You, you something upset you, and you take it out on somebody else. And it means that you are nasty to that other person because it makes you feel better. Some, some, you had a uh, misfortune, you were unfortunate, and you take it out on somebody else. You are bad to somebody else. You make them feel unfortunate. Yeah, it's a very negative thing to do. But of course, it's human nature as well. I think if uh, an older sibling is in a bad mood, or mum or dad, <laughs> then we often take it out on other members of our family. Or maybe we take it out on the pets if we're very unkind people, and I think that that's a horrible thing to do. But some people might kick the dog, yeah, if they're in a bad mood, and that would be they're in a bad mood and they take it out on the dog. So be aware that take something out on somebody is not normally something; it's normally it. Take it out on somebody. Now another one that came up in the class was to take something out of somebody, and this means to tire somebody out, to wear somebody out, to exhaust somebody. This one is normally used with the pronoun it as well. We don't normally say it took the energy out of me. That's not what we we often hear. What we often hear is something like this: I ran a marathon yesterday, and it really took it out of me. It took it out of me, meaning it tired me out. It exhausted me. Okay, so there's three phrasal verbs there that I noticed, or I have noticed, usually collocate with it. Take it out on somebody. Take it out of somebody, and hold it against somebody. And I am sure there are other phrasal verbs that fit into this category of phrasal verbs that very often are used with it. I'm sure there must be more. So I'm going to look into it. Hopefully, I will make another lesson in the future, and I will give you some more phrasal verbs that collocate very strongly with the pronoun it. But please memorize those three to start with. They're all、uh, quite common. Yeah, take it out on somebody, take it out of somebody, hold it against somebody. They're all quite common, and、uh, please try to use them with the pronoun it. It will make you sound more natural. Okay, so that's all I've got for you today. Perhaps I'll do another lesson later. We will see if I have time. I will do. But thanks everybody for listening. I do appreciate your support, and I hope to see you all in the next class.